Pakistan has so many different ethnicities that live in it. How do you define being an Iranian? <laughs> When I have a problems in my life about my being Iranian, my passport is Iranian and all of this thing, uh, always I'm saying that being Iranian, most of the people Iranian you talk with them, they will tell you Iranian means suffering. <laughs> <laughs> But um, God. I'm telling you. Could you repeat that? Iranian I'm, means suffering. People saying that. Okay. Okay. Because there is so much suffer. Okay. Mm. Internal, external, everything, and uh, we are suffering for that. But the thing is that when I'm thinking about it, uh, I think that being Iranian, it's uh, one very good experience that um, everybody cannot have it. Uh, experience of resistance, experience of uh, being creative, experience of learning how to manage your life, experience of all of this, it, it means Iranian. They did all of this in in the history, It's history especially struggle. from the time of the revolution until now, now 43 years. This is not the government. This is not the religion. This is not anything. This is people. Mm. People uh, culturally, traditionally, uh, they understand. They they behave and they make a resistance. They make um, they learning how to live. Mm. They experience it, and it is the worst thing. When you experience some stuff that you should not, uh, I'm sorry to say that, but there is a countries that they never experience any problem. Right. Norway, Denmark, mm-hmm. New Zealand. Okay, right. this type of problem that we had in Iran, they never had it one person of that. Right. So that people, when you put them inside of my country, they will not live there like more than than one week. <laughs> Okay, not because inside of Iran everything is bad or something. No, vice versa. I- Iran, I'm saying it again. Always, I'm saying it. Iran is one of the best country to live. Is one of the best country if you want to, uh, if you have a money and you want to do something inside of the country because you have a big market. Eighty five million people is there, and uh, you can do so many things. Mm. Especially if you have a government stuff, so more better. But the thing is that. Um, uh, yeah, this experience, this suffering, this generation is changing, but still it is going on in different ways. So, how is your nationality perceived when you go to other country? You've been to so many different countries. When you say I'm Iranian, how do people perceive that? What's in Russia, in Kazakhstan, in Poland? Usually, people, you know, usually people thinking I'm I'm so religious person. I mean, I should be Muslim. I should be not eat pork. I mm-hmm. should be not uh, drink alcohol. I mm-hmm. should be not dancing. And when uh, Dude, can can I, can I just interrupt you for a second? Yeah. I thought the exact same thing about Iranian girls because in when you grow up in India, you have this really defined expectation of how a Muslim girl should act, how they should dress, how mm-hmm. they should talk. Iranian girls just blew my like all those expectations away because I also had this ultra conservative uh, preconception about Iran, but. The girls here, Iranian girls, they for first they're really smart, they're really confident. They are 
amazingly beautiful and like it all they are very open and public and they don't confine themselves to a particular how do you say a particular restrictions that I don't know how it is in Iran but at least in Russia I noticed that um look um there is a let's let's talk about the imagination imagining Iran uh, you mean the perception of Iran from other countries yeah okay because it is totally different it is a uh, 100 person we are thinking different i had a very good experience again a story mm-hmm. uh, in poland me and i i met the we are four uh, me one of my friend from spain one from usa and one from indonesia mm-hmm. we was gang we can say it was mm-hmm. our group so we uh, we entered the project of university that time national louis university in poland they had a, every year they have a charity program it's called run for a smile mm-hmm. there is a one charity program uh, they are inviting any student any people that they want to go they are running for for marathon or something and that charity is one day so whatever money is going to charity right. so in this project we started this project on um, March I think or on February and the day of the charity the day of the program was in June mm-hmm. the project it was advertising it so people is gonna come so me and my friend we I was the project manager of uh, going to the schools mm-hmm. in Poland in some of the cities and um, going there making a presentation about this event about the countries about the countries different countries okay to make motivation that mm. there is so many foreigners going to be there mm. and after that at the end make a presentation of the charity and everybody inviting them so every time because i was the project manager i should be manage who is coming with me to this school who is coming with me so usually i was taking four people with me so we had a presentation from i i still remember from kazakhstan I had a friend Kazakhstan, Spain, Indonesia, uh, Morocco, um, Iran. I was presenting by myself every time. So um, we had Italy, we had Spain, we had Portugal, different countries. So right. every time I was talking them, they made their own presentation about their own country, three slide, four slide, most beautiful things or most in- impressive things about their countries in the slides. still i have this presentations mm-hmm. uh, still is amazing to see them and um, so each in in first slide we always was putting the flag of that country and right. then the guy is going so at the end of each uh, presentations at the end of our project it was my presentation to mm-hmm. speak about iran and it is amazing to see people uh, european people uh they don't know about iran or they know it as a country that um bad image a uh, country that islamic country that crazy people they get 47 on the street yeah yeah so this is a thing um when i was talking about iran everybody was more focused because they were more interested yeah mm. because they ex they expected i'm talking about some stuff right what i was talking about something at all different right i mean i was showing them 180% different thing at uh. all so 
always I have a situation that in the schools they was asking me question. Nobody they are asking to anybody a question. Are they, are the, are the, yeah, are the no one give a fuck, yeah. but they were asking a lot of questions to you. Okay. Because USA they know Kazakhstan they can imagine something you know this type of thing. Kazakhstan yeah maybe you don't know it where is it but still you don't have a bad all, news from Kazakhstan. All you know is Borat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I have very good friends from Kazakhstan. So very nice. And um, yeah and especially that I was going with this friend from USA together mm-hmm. all the time he's presenting USA I present here and everybody asking me you you should hate each other or something mm-hmm. and I'm telling them why I mean I already have so many friends from United States mm-hmm. perfect we are I mean he imagined something worse on me for sure before before meeting you yeah. yeah first time that we was meeting each other we knew that this guy from USA I'm from Iran and I still remember uh, David I hope so that you are alive still uh, I'm talking <laughs> with him every day in the snapchat and um, it, the thing is that he the first time that we was meeting uh, he was expecting something happen I mean I don't know any conflict any comfort but we become good friends and it is not because of the, I'm always going and telling them it is government thing it is a policy politics that people don't understand but mm. people is different people mm. can be tall can be friendly can be yeah, many things so when I was making this presentation uh, I wish I was had in this presentation I always in, in our country always when the child they want to show the map of Iran because it is in your mind it will be there they're saying that our map is look like a um, cat cat that's sitting cat? let me check that out no 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 there is a thing um, I actually put it in the presentation oh, what should I search for um, wait a second what's this Iran football team Iran mouse map cat look at this This is the cat of one of my friends. We took this photo and put it, published it. Amazing. This is Iran. <laughs> Dude, from what angle? I can't understand. Just put the... This is a map of Iran. And this is a... This is This is This is a cat that's sitting. <laughs> Dude, I don't get it. <laughs> Why? Look at... Look at the normal ah, map wait, of wait, Iran. Wait, wait, okay? wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. It's, these are the ears of the cat. This is the ears, uh-huh. and the cat is sitting, right? Ah. Do you see? So without this uh, ah, gold and everything. So, yeah. So yeah. when you see this, you with this cat, you will understand exactly the same thing. Yeah, it is. So like I was always putting this in my thing, and I was asking everyone, do you know, because each country almost, for example, Italy is, is look like a um, shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, each country have this in Europe they like this type of thing Russia looks like a horse yeah yeah. <laughs> so I was asking everybody do you, how do you imagine this map is looking like? and everybody is saying and then I put in the show the cat and everybody yeah. ha yeah, yeah <laughs> so, it did look like a cat so yeah and I was explaining them some stuff that um, nobody explaining I explained them why the flag of Iran is having a three color why why Usually all flags of the world have three color, but why? What makes Iran's flag? The green is meaning uh, fertility, na- nature, nature yeah. agriculture. The white is about the peace, peace. And, and the red is about power. the blood. Blood. Blood of the people that they died mm. in 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 all these revolution things and all of these things. So before revolution is a different flag. 
Almost, yeah. And what does the thing in the middle stand for? It's wrote Allah. It's in, in Persian? In Arabic. No, Arabic, Persian, whatever. It's the same thing. It's ri- writing is the same. Thing. What do you mean? I thought Arabic and Persian writing was completely different. Writing is the same, but the point is that in Arabic, there is some alphabet that in Persian we don't have it, or in Persian we have some alphabet they don't have it. So it, so if, if an Arab person writes Allah, it will be the same as this? Or is it yeah, Allah is an Arabic word. Okay. Well, you cannot write it another way. I mean, Allah is Arabic word. So, so, but it 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 has some kind of symmetry. It, yeah, yeah, it's a design. Ah, okay, okay? Fine, it's a fine, design. Fine, but fine, fine. Uh, at all, this is the word. So yeah, this is the flag meanings. And after that, I was showing them the cities pictures, Tehran, Shiraz, all of the cities. And after that, I I especially put this in my presentation. I showing the women. They're beautiful. The point is not about beautiful. beautiful, it's about expectation. Yeah. Everybody was expecting me to show them the women's that, that they are, uh, you know, this like this, like the in the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are like clothes and everything. And I told them, yeah, we have this one too. Yeah. And we have that one too. And we have this one too. Yeah. And all of them is living together. Can I be honest? I, 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 in my state of India, I think more Muslim women cover their heads up like this. Like almost, how do you say, uh, cover their, not the faces, but their hair, than who just wear it like a scarf, which is pretty yeah. open in India, uh-huh. my state of India. So in a way, I expected Iran to be more sort of full body cover conservative mindset. But once I came here, especially during the World Cup, I realized that, dude, Iranian chicks are kind of open in that headscarf thing. This is thing. the thing. It is about generation. I mean, yeah, the generation true, true, of the true. revolution, my mom generation, they need to be close, mm. all of this thing and everything, uh, because it was Islamic revolution, yeah. okay? But the thing is that generation has changed. Mm-hmm. My cousins now, my, my friends that I knew, everything has changed. They are almost now wearing nothing inside of this country, okay? No, I'm not naked. <laughs> I'm just speaking about the hair stuff, okay? Elaborate what nothing means. Yeah. <laughs> like when he guy says they're almost wearing nothing inside the country that kind of raises questions doesn't it no they are almost wearing i mean in in the hair they are just covering somehow yeah. the hair a little little you know? yeah and they are wearing whatever they want yeah. and they are going to the street yeah some type of good you it is in governmental problem okay I mean, government so is, your government doesn't like that no because government is islamic but the point is that it, look this is the thing that i'm saying this is a politics they don't like it mm-hmm. but they are not taking everyone they are not checking everyone mm. they, they can, can do that but they are not doing it it's, why it's mean that they accepted the it's kind of like marijuana at least for me yeah yeah, they, yeah. The, the government is like against it but the kind of everyone I mean, does it they can uh, control you Mm-hmm. To not smoke it, not find it. Yeah. They know where they are selling it actually. Yeah, all yeah, of them. Yeah. But they are not doing that. Right. Until the time that they will need. Right. Okay, this is the politics. Right. So in Iran now, women actually, I mean, everybody was talking about the human rights, uh, women's uh, rights that is not good. I'm not saying that women's rights is Iran not uh, this perfect. No. But uh, I know that it is very high higher than uh, so many Arabic countries, higher than so many imagination that people have outside of Iran, that Iranian woman cannot do anything. Come on. Iranian woman uh, from 
20, 30 years ago, 35 years ago, I think, or maybe after revolution, yeah, I can say, after revolution, uh, Iranian women can be uh, go out, can be uh, what's uh, driving a car, because I understood in Saudi Arabia just just uh, two, three months ago, the government allowed women to go for uh, driving, driving car. a car. It's yeah. amazing. So, it is. Uh, and everybody thinking, oh, it's mean that in Iran, still women cannot do that. It is, it is ridiculous, because women's doing that. And uh, women can work easily. Come on, my mom is now working. That is like her fourth time that she's working in different type of uh, version of work. I mean, she was in the IT. She was in the audit. Now she is working as a. She she made her education in the uh, medical stuff. So now she's doing her medical clinic. So you know all of this thing, and people don't believe you. Yeah, this is coming from the interest, exciting moment that oh he's saying interesting thing, and after that you say oh you are you're saying fiction. Yeah, it's like, it's like propaganda. Yeah. in a way. But dude, it, yeah. so while I was doing research for this, I found a genre of music called Iranian punk rock. Punk rock. Uh, could you recommend any good bands? I, I didn't listen to Punk it. rock is which one? Exactly. Where, like, you know, like de- devil like worship music. Jazz or something? No, no, no. It's like more intense than that. I, I found that there's a genre called Iranian punk rock. Let's, let's check this out. See if this band has something which is really crazy. Because for me, again, like with the whole Islamic... Um, Fundamentalist vibe. It is unimaginable to think of punk rock in such a place. I will explain you about the music. I actually wanted to talk about. Let's give it a listen. Kind of music popular in Iran, um, or is it like some underground community thing? Exactly, this is the thing uh, we need to talk. The <laughs> when you talk about one country, about like you're saying, okay, music for example, mm-hmm. and then you will say, okay, like man, you are you are from UK. Can you tell us the good bands, the music of mm-hmm. the which type of that? And there is an answer. Okay, it depends answer. on the taste. Uh, yeah, but there is an answer. Okay, but when we was coming to Iran, always. Uh, any topic mm-hmm. I always telling you in Iran everything is different the answer of you gonna be two different version okay and actually in this case of music we have three different version three <laughs> one version is we have a official uh, singers mm-hmm. that the government allowed them put the concert uh, their music is selling in the in the city what kind of music is that is that is it is pop it is uh, usually you know pop or okay usually on this pop yeah usually that melody rock actually a bit classical folklore stuff like that yeah okay uh, uh, traditional traditional okay uh, so um 
there is a group is under the ground mm. that official of the government don't allow them to put the concert to sell their uh, sing, songs outside Song. of the I mean the, in the society what is the reason for that why does the government not allow these people to this is not clear this is not clear because if we say that they are they are singing against the government or something no I mean I know the guy that he's singing always for the government actually but he's still not allowed not allowed so why I don't understand that uh, it is a type of uh, how to say it, it is a still um, yeah it is a still not um, um, how to tell you government is still don't want to accept it that this under the grounds having more followers than the than official officials want I mean officials still have a very good followers but under the grounds is most you know rap it's most uh, speaking it, it, about society it's speaking about government it's speaking about everything is it the western influence of this kind of music which makes the government does not want to accept those to be the official ones again is it the western influence like rap music death metal all these are like western no, genres no. of music is, uh, is that the reason why the government is a little bit hesitant <laughs> I think the government don't want to accept it because uh, they cannot control it after that. They cannot control the followers. Fine. Uh, And I will tell you why. And and a third group group is is, is the singers that they, before the revolution, they left the country. Outside of country, they are living now in America, in Europe, everywhere. And they are still singing. Against the government. No. No? They are singing their songs. Okay. Okay. But they, they, how to say, they escape. The and revolution. they can't be controlled. They can't be yeah. censored. So they start, they are singing pop. They are singing romantic music very well. Mm-hmm. And they have their own follower inside of the country and outside of it. They are putting concerts and people is going for that. They are just taking a ticket to go to the Different Los Angeles ah. to visit the concert and coming back, you know, this but type of thing. How do you listen to their music? Is your internet kind of censored like China or is it open? You oh, can there get... is, there is so easy. I mean... Uh, With VPN? No, is your no, 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 normal no. internet open for It depends. Any... I mean, about internet is a different story, but uh, there is a site that... Uh, no, is it like, For example, you have Yandex here yeah. in, in Russia. Uh, we have Radio, Radio Javan is called. Javan? Radio Javan. Javan, Javan me soldier young javan is mean young young really but uh radio javan is one new group they made every music and everything in their style it's like a spotify of Iran. yeah they have applications something like that okay so i'm not using it but still and um there is a, so many things that i'm not aware uh, application and everything that my cousin's using for sure mm. downloading and everything so the the thing is that the taste of the people is so different that is still we have under the ground, on the ground, and outside of the country. Is still, we have, all of them have their own followers, and all of them have very, very, very good f- followers. You know, ah. huge. This is a huge thing. So it is a um, how to tell you because of that. Um, everybody again, nobody believed that. But in Iran, we have a every type of song, every type of. What is the call of every type genre. of yeah, genre of yeah. the songs? Yeah. Can I tell you something? Iranian music is really popular in my part of India, in Kerala. I'll, do you know Bahramji? No. I'll show you Bahramji, man. Dude, you, okay, it's kind of funny in a way, but it, there's this call, song called Dreamcatcher. And 
every okay i'll tell you the story i'll just put the stone on someone for you so i read up on the um, artist his name is bahramji he's iranian kurdish mm-hmm. he used to he lived in india for some time he's, he's like the third category of artist mm-hmm. he went outside of iran and i think he st- comes came back to iran this song is like proper marijuana music and all my friends just love it especially while we are smoking marijuana if you listen to this music it is like peace when you feel it and if you look at the comments mm-hmm. you can see all the top comments are in my language uh-huh. for an iranian artist of a song and it is just crazy so i'll read one comment malayali undennu chodicha ini aarum venda keralathe muluvan daakamaru undu it's like i don't understand why people who speak my language go to an iranian artist and comment on it like all the comments are in malayalam which is really crazy and i'll just forward a little bit so that you if see if you can understand what the hell is this guy saying It is that how to say it mm, that spiritual shanti music and we, i just love this song and he has other good songs too it's kurdish it's kurdish yeah like all my mallu friends will recognize the song and they they would know it was iranian to be honest they would be like, they would be like what the hell is this <laughs> it, but is he popular in iran i i never heard him mm. but maybe you know maybe yeah the thing is about iranian music and iranian singer is that uh, man i don't know how to describe you we have a talent mm-hmm. that is wasted how uh these people that they are official they can put the concert and everything they still have their own problem with the government with the people and situation but the people that they are under the ground it's wasted yeah the talent, talent mm. is wasted because um uh, how i know this let's i tell you um uh, when i was in my bachelor um in second year of my bachelor writing we um, had a in iran there was a guy um, that he's uh, under the ground and he is very that moment very 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 very, very famous mm-hmm. inside of social media mm-hmm. people and everything new generation and everything my friend was going to the grave of one of his his cousins and everything and i was in kazos on that time and he was walking in the grave place and he looked one grave and he read the grave and he said hey this is the father of that guy the, the singer yeah. okay so he was interested see the, the he was waiting there and seeing and taking a photo or something and um, this guy came singer oh the singer came he okay. wanted to check his father so the singer came and he thought that my friend always going there mm-hmm. putting something for his father or something uh they become talking with him and everything so 
my friend started to be talked with him and after that he introduced me to him as uh, working with him okay with the music uh, my music history it's very crazy I, I at uh, before I was four or three I was playing uh, bells you know bells bells is, is a small thing for the kids so I was playing that in in in, in a, this is little time I don't know after that I was playing flute oh really you don't play flute after that, I uh, my father gave me as a birthday gift a guitar. Uh-huh. I started to play guitar when I was 10. Uh-huh. After that, my mother wanted to learn piano. Okay. <laughs> I learned it okay. a, a bit with her. After that, uh, I started to learn violin. Violin. Damn, son. Violin. You don't waste time, do you? <laughs> the thing is that uh, it's very helpful in the life, but when I'm not going to talk about it again. So, yeah, I was playing all of this. And so the guy knew this. This my friend, he knew it. And he offered that maybe, yeah, we can work on everything. Anyway, this guy... Um, said okay we make a like exam or something mm-hmm. because he was popular already he didn't need anything he said that I don't need musician or something I need poet I need somebody that writing mm. La, lyrics in Farsi in, in Farsi mm. yeah, lyrics uh, he said that you have a 10 days to me you have 10 days to write some lyrics for me this is the birthday of my mom Mm. But I want to give a song out on time one song that I'm giving as a gift to my mom and on time to fans that everybody gonna have a cool time. So I had a 10 days in the first time in my life I was writing poem, poem and lyrics, mm. like making it. I never know that how to do that. And that 10 days I was like searching different how to make it. I write something and then after that we talked with him how to make it with the music and everything. Uh, he bought it. Mm-hmm. He made the song. The song came out. Can I search for it? Yeah. Well, how do I search for it? It's its name is. Uh, uh, let's me write it. So you you gonna die. Bagalam kon kon bagalam kon. It's mean hug me. Okay. So Amir Tatu. Amir Tatalu. Um, his name is uh, Amir uh-huh. his last name is something else but he made the Tatalu for his fans uh-huh. and um, yeah and you wrote the song you mean lyrics yeah. lyrics does he credit you or did he just buy the soundtrack as such you, you, what did he credit you or yeah he just paid me ah, okay. for the for the lyrics and that's
Like the lyrics, I don't know. I, since I don't understand anything, well, it does have subtitles. I mean, yeah. it, it it feels kind it of beautiful. It is the feeling song. Yeah. And my mom still loves this song. Mm. But anyway, we started this and we continue mm-hmm. working with it. And until now, uh, I think I have a 10, 11 song with him. Ah, you wrote for him. Yeah, I wrote sometimes lyrics, sometimes music, mm-hmm. sometimes both. Mm-hmm. Depends on the situation. Um, th- this is a thing. Uh, we started to work, and then he introduced me other underground okay. people. So I, I have. Some... Is, is he still underground? This is the thing I wanted to tell you. The story of this guy is it's crazy. Um, he is uh, one of the underground people. I mean, he becomes so much famous. He had a you know this type of person that have a six million people in their in Instagram just. Yeah, he's got two hundred and thirty-eight thousand subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, now in YouTube because it's is is having a need the VPN in Iran yeah. for opening YouTube, so people is not fan of the yeah. YouTube in Iran. So Instagram was that moment was good, and still. So yeah, he had six million, and he had the people to die for him. He had the people that making a tattoo of his face <laughs> in their body. Okay, you know, this type of crazy thing, and people love him, and then um, he. He had a problem with government. He's going to jail. He's coming back. Oh. All of this thing make him more famous. Yeah, you know? not thing. So he uh, made so many songs uh, in different ways, like romantic. Ro- he's one of this uh, because of that. Telling you, the talent is vesting. He is one of the singers that his voice is very good and uh, fine with the five, six different uh, version of the songs. Five mm. different version type of the songs. He have a songs that rock and roll. He have a songs of pop. He have mm. a songs of romantic. He have a songs of I don't know. All of these things he tried, and after that, uh, so mm. he was. His life was social media, and he was with his fans every day, every time, um, talking with them and whatever. After that, he's becoming more. You know, he understood his influence right. to the people. So. This is the thing I'm saying. Government is afraid they don't yeah. allow him because he had an influence on more than than ten million people. I yeah, can tell, and that's dangerous for in some uh, cases. Yeah, certain it is certain. dangerous. So, so he made uh, some music for a government, like right. uh, how to tell um, supporting government. Right. Anyway, they didn't give him allow him to put the concert or something. Um, he left the country. 
two years ago, three years ago, to Turkey and after that to UK and then he come back to Turkey. Anyway, after 12, 13 years work in Iran and everything that he did become famous and everything, for the first time, he put the concert in Turkey in Istanbul. And I had an invitation actually, but I cannot go because I was in Poland. Anyway, he put the concert in Turkey in Istanbul. Man, this is one of the things that I never saw in my life. The the place, the salon, is had a eight thousand people can be go inside uh-huh. without the chairs because they took the chairs out. Ah, There's okay. still more people. Eight thousand people was inside of the building. Uh-huh. 10,000 people was outside of the building. Wow. They just and came. people flew from Iran to Turkey to watch this? There was a people that they are from Iran to uh-huh. Turkey. There was a people that they're living in Turkey, Iranian or Turkish or mm. whatever. There was a people that they are living in other countries. Mm, who flew to Turkey just to watch To him. watch him. Okay. Wow. This is crazy. This and, is totally crazy. And he, can he go back to Iran? Or will he be arrested if he go back to Usually, Iran? I mean, he can if he did, uh, if we don't do so many bad, I mean, something against government. Okay. okay. But the point is that he said that he's not going to do that because he suffered from yeah. the government but so that's, many years. That's what, what being Iranian is about. <laughs> exactly. But the point is that if he didn't be suffer, he didn't become famous. True. Because of that, I tell you, True. being Iranian, being suffer, it's not meaning bad, actually. Yeah, it's it, it's have a very good thing. So, yeah, it, this is a resistance. This is the, uh, I mean, he symbol of resistance. He symbol of efforts. Against the government, you mean? No, life. Mm. I can tell you life. Because this type of having this type of life is very hard. True. And he did it. And he's still doing it. Uh, he have his own followers. Most of the people don't like him. Maybe there is a generation hate him actually mm. because he start to write bad words mm. in his rap, in his music. Fuck the police, come and save. <laughs> Something like that. And it is in um, how to say when he start to do that in Iranian generation, still it wasn't uh, okay to hear it. Mm. Now it's becoming okay or something. Uh, sometimes he's saying a very good good. Uh, because his poem have a meaning. Mm. So he have a song that is seven minutes. Okay? That's quite long for a song. So yeah. But he's he's saying his words right. inside of them. Anyway, I just wanted to tell you that this is a thing um, about the music in Iran. Uh, we have a people that uh, they are wasted. And we have a people that they are earn something, but not inside of the country. Outside. They're just outside. And do other countries listen to you? said he's popular in Turkey. He's pop- he has his popularity I, in I, Turkey. I guess Georgia. in Afghanistan, Turkey, maybe, yeah. Pakistan maybe. <laughs> We have some famous that actually in Russia and Central Asia, they until I didn't told them they didn't know this guy is Iranian. Really, but the language is deaf. Can they understand? Can they understand from the language that is? No, no, no. I'm not speaking about him. Do you know Arash? No. Uh huh. You don't know it, but I will. Arash. I will show you that you know him totally. <laughs> okay. What the. Just see. Arash. Wait a second. In whole Central Asia and Russia, they listen to his music and they are coming out to dance with his music. But they don't know he's Iranian. Where do they think he's from? Ah. Wait a second. I haven't heard of this before. Did I? Oh, yeah. Dude. 
This is old music. I know this one. I at the bullet, dude. Wait, this sounds really familiar. Dude, I, I thought this was a Hindi song. Wait, dude. And then in Russian, uh-huh. there is a you, it's famous one that everybody uh, know it. Um, hey, Devuchka, Krasavitsa, Minya, Ochin, Ravitsa. Ah, yeah. This is him. <laughs> dude, <laughs> until this point of time, I thought this was a Hindi song because my Hindi is not yeah. too good. And this sounds so much. Dude, this is so crazy. Dude, either there's like an Indian copy of this P- possibility. I don't know. Yeah, it's possible. Music is. Or this, I've been listening to this song and I'm thinking it was Hindi. Anyway, he is one right. of the most famous Iranian uh-huh. in whole world. His wow. passport is the type of passport that he can go everywhere he wants. Okay. And does he is he underground or is he recognized by the government? No, he's outside of Iran. He's that generation that outside of Iran. He's actually, and this is in Farsi? Barabar? He's singing, yeah. Okay. He's always singing in Farsi. This is a crazy thing, I'm telling you. He's singing in Persian. Mm-hmm. People don't understand his shit. Shit. But they are dancing with Dude, it. Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> Honestly, I thought this was Hindi. And his, his type of songs always is, um, you know... And, and it's like Bollywood music. See, in the video, he's showing Bollywood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he's... he's um, Good to do that. Um, he actually... wait, 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 wait. Can, can, I, can I just hold on? Can I just hold on? Go on? This video is from an Indian music. Bluff Master 2005. I, this could be an Indian. Yeah, this yeah. is an Indian movie. Okay, yeah. okay, this might be the Indian copy of it. Let's see what happens. I think they changed the lyrics a little bit. Wow. And this is the perfect music for the club yeah. and everything. This is why I don't like Bollywood. <laughs> <laughs> everything happens in a club. Oh, the same as him. <gasps> oh. I told you, because he's famous, he's going different country and singing his song in, in there. This is Iranian. It's not Hindi. No, no, no. Is this Iranian. Is this Farsi? Blin. I didn't know that, man. Because I, it sounds so familiar to me and I think it was Bollywood, but... I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, this guy is famous because he's everywhere and still people don't know that... Oh, he's in Eurovision. He performed in Eurovision. Wow. You, you saw that. I'm sure that. I didn't see the performance, but... You will see that. You heard this music for sure. Okay, let's see. Dude, I didn't expect this to be raining. I was watching this Eurovision in Poland because of him. Oh. I never watched Eurovision. I, I watched Eurovision because of the movie. Let's see what happens. Question, why is he representing Azerbaijan? Uh, this is a thing. He's representing Azerbaijan. Okay. From that time, because that girl is from Azerbaijan. Ah, okay. Cool. So he's the partner of the girl. Okay.
It sounds familiar. It is. Somehow it feels familiar. His his songs always have a period of the time that everybody listening to it, and yeah. you still don't know why I'm listening to this music. Yeah. Nothing have it. Yeah. Actually, when you are translating the words, not any interesting. <laughs> But the thing is that it's it's catchy. Yeah. Yeah. I see in my playlist. I have so so many of his songs. When I'm I'm sad or something, I want to like shake and catch it. Dude, it's crazy. That's the Indian thing. Whoa. So you see him. Dude, I until this point of time I thought that was Hindi. This is the thing. Everybody when I'm talking, they are thinking that he's. He, they don't know where he's, he's from. Iranian, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I, I wouldn't guess he's Iranian. Blitzer. This is the thing. So about the music in Iran, you never can. Uh, Dude. You will crazy. in the shock that I'm, you will hear shock. the voices that you never uh, heard it somewhere else. Yeah. I can tell you like this. In that point, I want to like tell you how similar. Farsi is to Hindi. Oh, okay. Because, like, like at all, I didn't recognize that was not <laughs> Hindi until you pointed it out to me. Because, like, like the Mughal influences there and all that shit. So I, I, I'm so even it goes down south. If it is in my language, I took this loan words list of Persian and words which are in my language, and we'll do like a comparison cool. and see which one sounds. Mm, Uh, similar to you. so I'll read the Malayalam one. So I, I'll tell you. So um, Kerala is like in the southern part of India, and it was an ex- it was never part of the Mughal Empire, but it, since it was in the Indian subcontinent, some kind of trade relations and that influences also. So this is Kerala. It is where I'm from. I'm from this part called Kochi. Ah, near to Sri Lanka. Yeah. Near to Sri Lanka. Mm. Yeah. So we had like extensive trade links with people from all over the place, mm. from Yemen, Oman, and this part of the Arab world, and Iran too. But the Iranian influence was more on this part of India. Mm. So that, but the words kind of came in. So uh-huh. let's try a few. Havildar. That makes sense to you. What does meaning of that? It means. Um, it means. Is a rank in the Indian Pakistan Naval Army equivalent to a sergeant? It's a military rank. Okay. I'm not good at that. Sergeant. Ushar. No. Doesn't make sense <laughs> to you. Mm. Ah, wait a second. Again. Ushar. Uh, it means when the person is. There is a word. Hushyar. Ah, oh, what does that mean? In Persian, uh, Hushyar. It means. Uh, you have it. What's the meaning of that? It means that when person is is very energetic. When he's awake, I can say. When, when he's, he's awake. Awake, not awake, but um, when the uh, when I don't know how to explain it. Uh, when um, in in the hospital, uh-huh. when the person is 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 just standing up, like he was in coma or something. Ah. They're saying he's hushyar. So they are using came, it. Came back from the dead? Uh, no, his hushyar is mean that you are awake, awake, something like that, but not wake as a wake up, but ah, hushyar. Like you are waking up and you are still no no you ah. are awake or not. This is hushyar. In our context, we use it like this person is like smart, he's energetic, he's ah. on. Ah, this is in Afghanistan. Ah. Hushyar in Afghanistan uh-huh. is mean this. Ah, smart energy. Uh, yeah. Oh. I know so, I, you mean the Farsi in Afghanistan or which? Da- yeah, Dari? Far, da- Farsi Dari, yeah. This oh. is the same thing. This is very easy. Khaki. 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 In Persian, it's khaki. The, the color. I mean, the color or the dress? What? what? Oh, uh, in language, it's perfect. Khaki is, is can be so many things. Khaki is... Um, khaki is mean... Um, 
Not ground, but... What is ground? In the ground, there is a brown thing. What's the name of it? Sand. Sand. Ah, I mean sand in Not Russian. sand, but brown sand is... That one is near to beach, right? Uh-huh. Not sand, but that one is... Soil. In the in the outside, when flower, you are putting the flower with grow. What's that, that brown thing? The... I, I forgot the name in English. Um, the particulate matter, no, that's something. When, when you're putting the vegetable inside of what? Inside of what? Inside of what you are putting a vegetable that it is growing. Or ah, the pot. Tree. 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 Where, the where you are putting that brown thing inside of the ground. Brown. The soil. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. That? It means that? For us it's... Haki is mean that. But haki, mm-hmm. when you are using it as a feature to saying to person, is the person that's so honest, so... Uh, it means honest. Honest, so cool, you know, something like that. Whoa. For us it means the color. The color that... In, like... Oh, the and then it, yeah, the and then the color is khaki. Khaki is the color too. Oh, that's so. It, it's yeah. That's Persian. Each word can be have so many different things. Oh, wait. this this gusti, kushti, wrestling, wrestling, right? Yeah. It's totally the same. This is the some a sport of the Iranian. The and like we said earlier, we have the word javan. Mm-hmm. It means in our language soldier. In your language, javan means oh. young. Young. Oh, that's quite, quite different, isn't it? And Tamasha. Tamasha. Tamasha, actually, they're using it in Tajikistan. Uh, what does that mean? Tamasha in Tajikistan, it means beautiful. Beautiful. In, in our language, Tamasha means funny, like humor, something like that. What does it mean in your... Fa- uh, in Farsi, it means Tamasha. It's um, watching. What? It's like you can... Tamasha TV, yeah. You can watch something. It's the verb for watching. Not fair, yeah. Whoa. Not using so much. Whoa, that's or you can watch something else, like watch nature. Mm. But Dude, yeah. that's very different from how we use it. Whoa, but it's a Persian word now. Mm. Darbar? Darbar, Darbar. Like a, Darbar. a court, house. Yeah, it's uh, something from the king and stuff. The. Uh, um, Bandi. Bandi? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's the meaning of that? In our, it means like a prisoner. Uh, yeah, but, uh, we, we can't say that, but not using No, like usually. This. Yeah, right? but yeah. Ban, yeah, it's meaning the same. Yeah. Oh, this word I like the word. Bejar. In Malayalam, it's like bejar. Bizar. Bizar. What does that mean? In your... Hour. When you are sad from someone else. Mm-hmm. Or you hate someone else. Hate? Oh, something like that. Oh, yeah, we also do kind of like that. That means like, don't be sad or yeah. don't be, don't feel bad. Like yeah, bad is like a difficult or bad situation. Mapu. Mafu. Maf? Does that mean anything? No. In map, it's like apology. No, In no. Our, our language. Apology. It's completely different, yeah. Mm, what else? Bang? Not like azan. Bang. Yeah, bang is mean um, uh, bang of the azan, bang of the something, the voice. Mm. Bang is just, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. At the end, you have a word, sefaresh. The last one, last, last, last one. Uh-huh. Uh, what is it? Uh, Shubarsha. We say Sefaresh. It's a recommendation. Recommendation. We say Shubarsha. It's like end of Shubarsha, on my recommendation. Or order or recommend. Yeah. What about this one? Sherashari. Do you have that? Sarasari. What does that mean? Sarasari is mean everywhere. Everywhere? Sarasari, yeah. Oh, in us it means average. 
Oh no! Like an in average. Sarosari is every everywhere. Wow! Because see, like even though the words are saying the way we use it and the meaning that we associate with that Persian word has changed. For example, Tamasha, we would never say, "Yeah, I am watching." Uh, yeah, I Tamasha TV. We would like say yeah. it's like a humor or a joke or something like that. That's really interesting. But this is like the extreme south of India, and we have so many Persian words. If you go to the northern part and the language they have, I'm sure you find so many common words, like okay. so many common words, dude. And while I was doing my research, so so there's two parts, two questions that I want you to explain. Uh, am, I, am I taking too much of your time, or are you? No, I'm okay today. Actually, okay. I'm with you. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> I got so many questions to ask. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's not paying us, but <laughs> <laughs> we've got hot chocolate. I'm paying in hot chocolates, coffee, and interesting questions. Mm. That's how I'm paying this. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I want you to answer two questions. I wanted to bring them two together. First question is, what's the difference between Sunni and Shia Islam? Not the theological aspect of it, but as people living in a Sunni culture and a Shia culture. And I want you to bring that to how currently your government is divided as a theocratic republic with a supreme leader and a president who runs, president or prime minister? President. President who runs parallel to it. So why don't we start with the religious thing, the Shia and the Sunni okay, thing? So. Because for me, that's like what defines or differentiates Iran from most other Muslim countries, the Shia. It is um, <clears throat> it is a very good topic to speak, and everybody gonna hate me again <laughs> to to talk about this type of thing because usually nobody want to uh, everybody want to explain it in very beautiful thing, but there is nothing nothing beautiful in that. Sunni Shia, okay, we have a Islam. I, I will start with you to tell you what what is different at all, and then we are sure. going to current situation. Sure. We have Islam that come with uh, Muhammad and he bring it and give it to another uh, imams and then it's going. So, after uh, the Muhammad was uh, passing away in his time and after him, there was a imam, it's called Imam Ali. Mm-hmm. So, he's famous in, in religious part of the Islam. So, it, according to the... Uh, how to tell you? According to the Muhammad's uh, Islams, Ali should be the next um, Khalifa, ne- next um, king. We cannot ruler say. of the Caliphate. Yeah, n- ruler of the Islam and ruler of this group that Muhammad made it. Okay. Okay. This so, was the area around Saudi Arabia, Mecca and Medina. If yeah, somewhere. Okay. <clears throat> he should be. But uh, everybody was happy with that, and there is some stories that Muhammad is taking hand of Ali up and saying that he's after me. Uh, you trust me, you trust Ali, and all of this thing. Okay. He passed away. Okay. When he passed away, uh, Muslims say, "Okay, Ali is not worthy. We are going to the and another guy. His name was Abu Bakr." Mm-hmm. We are going to. There was a time called Bayat. Bayat is when they are putting your hands uh, and saying that we are with you. Uh-huh. It's called that time. So they are saying honoring him as a king, mm-hmm. as a as a khalifa or whatever. So the people, the Muslims, in place of going to Ali, they went to the Abu Bakr, mm-hmm. and Ali that time, uh, they others asking, "Hey, uh, Muhammad said that you will be." He said, "He said I will be quiet. I will wait." Who Ali? Ali said, "I will be say nothing." They went to Abu Bakr. Two years, three years, Abu Bakr dying. Muslims again 
saying no Ali is not worth it we are going to the next one it was Omar I think yeah Omar two three years again and after the Omar it was Osman Dude, why do so many people die so fast ah, they don't that time this is the story this is the okay. thing I'm telling you I never want to understand it okay so in the Osman times Osman just was one year or two years it was the Khalifa or something like that and in all these times around 10 years this happened uh, Ali was quiet and Osman is dead after the Osman Muslim come to Ali mm-hmm. and saying that yeah you are the true valuable person that should be Khalifa and everything and because like, everyone else is dying guys 10 years is, you, you can be just do it that time but they didn't so the story short <laughs> they come to Ali and this generation going on with the Imams and everything so the Sunni Shia story is coming from here Shias believe that after Muhammad is Ali mm-hmm. is the Imam so this is the generation is going okay. this is Islam going Sunni say no after Muhammad is Abu Bakr mm-hmm. and after him Omar after him Osab, after that maybe is Ali Okay. So I, after that maybe is Ali. They are saying yeah because it's happened already. So Ali and then his child and then again. Ah. So they are saying that after Muhammad Abu Bakr, not, not the Ali. So here after the passing away of Muhammad, there is a two different way of the Islam we can say two branches. Yeah, Shia Sunni Shia is accepting Ali and after him. They are accepting Abu Bakr and after him. So it did converge at one point, right? Yeah, okay. it is. Okay. What? Because of the political reason that time mm-hmm. and power of that that brings it to the spirit people. So they just continue it. Mm. They continue this division. division. And always there was this this people that after Osman is still going and always there was people that after Ali is going. Mm. To coming to current situation. So... This is the whole, this is the whole I'm so sorry to say again this ridiculous thing of that that people nowadays thinking that why Sunni Shia have a problem why they are killing each other why it's happening why why <laughs> <laughs> you tell me I mean with this story that I tell you what is different I mean come on man it is the history and it is the story okay that actually we don't know how many it is right yeah because it is like it's how many mythology. thousand years ago yeah. and so many things changed but on time because of this two different and both of them is islam actually but it is how like different is it, it is really? like a, a catholic and a christianity catholic and orthodox catholic uh, orthodox mm. right. they are christianity right so this is islam so what's different why for that you need for conflict? A non-Islamic person, I can't see any difference. For Islamic people, it is huge thing. Mm. Okay, that is still I don't understand why. And the thing is that uh, differences is just believing, and differences in some type of, for example, when they want to namaz doing and all this mm-hmm. is different. Okay, a different way they are doing that. Different way they are using water and all of this thing. Uh, so can you identify a Sunni person from a Shia person? Uh, identifying yeah you can see how they are like based on like their names or the oh yeah there is some special names for which are specific to Shia yeah for example you cannot find name of Ali inside of the Arabic countries really okay if you find it Hmm. it is not the first name it is the second name just like uh, the name was Muhammad and then Ali Muhammad Ali you know Uh. Uh, uh 
this is the thing but in in, in Iran or you cannot find Abu Bakr or uh, I don't know Omar names in Iran really dude uh, uh, my other friend who was supposed to come his name was Ali yeah exactly ah. so the thing is that he's like, this is a religion thing I should notice that how they do it in India I have noticed that uh, uh, we have guys called Umar which is Omar we have yeah. guys called Ali which is Ali I mean these names is okay no problem with the names but because of religious thing they mm. made everything so now um, the most uh, I mean the country that is count as a whole Shia is Iran right When, why did that happen why did Iran this was Islamic became... revolution bring it no i mean a huge population of shias was concentrated in iran and iraq but who huge population of sunnis were concentrated in saudi arabia and the other no, no, no. how did that happen Div- division is d- divided i mean uh, so did people actually migrate from saudi arabia to iran or, maybe yeah. or did this idea find more followers in, in iran, iran yeah. okay. more, more more followers in iran, in iran. and and it's still the, i mean if you go ask people i mean if you go ask religious people mm-hmm. what is different what's your problem with each other they will talk with you three hours mm-hmm. explain you history religion but at the end you don't get the point why there is conflict is why there is reason for conflict yeah I mean there is nothing mm. but they are making it so big that from outside when you are looking at it whoa this is a huge problem so you know in Saudi Arabia there is there is another problem there is a another religious problem is Salafis and yeah Wahhabis Wahhabis yeah so that one is huge because they, they have their own situation but this Sunni Shias is actually nothing I mean All the conflict that happened, it wasn't about that at all. I mean, religions, it's mixed with the politics. Yeah. And they used it as an interest, as a tool. So everything is forgotten by everyone. Right. Just following. People, is as always, they are following the thing that they don't know. And unfortunately, it's happening every day. So currently, you were saying that currently, how is the situation? Currently, is that... <coughs> new generation especially i'm saying about iran and i'm sure about arabic countries new generation don't care that's good actually isn't it the bad thing is that the new generation and the, this type of thought they are majority but power is on the minority yeah. this is that's true so this is a bad thing that make a problem for the people to living but yeah This is the whole thing I can tell I kind you about of, this. I kind uh, of understood, like, the religious dif- different differences. And is it true that Iraq has a lot more Shia Muslims than Iran in terms of population? Or Iraq, the majority are Shia, but the power structure during Saddam's no, uh, time was Iraq, Sunni? Uh, Iraq is mixed, It's mixed so much. Iraq mm. is having... Um, Christianity, Iraq having uh, Shia, Iraq having... Which Sunni other country has Shia? Muslim uh, Lebanon mm-hmm. uh, Iraq Syria and Yemen mm, Yemen's also the, the Houthi rebels and if you just it. think not religious politically you will understand why <laughs> in Yemen you mean every every of this country that I told yeah in a way <laughs> in Lebanon we have Hezbollah I think they're sh- Iran aligned in Iraq Lebanon Syria Yemen Iran Conflict. is always was there. And in Iran always is there. <laughs> so, why didn't like Pakistan and Afghanistan became Shia because like they became like all the Muslim empires came from 
the Iranian part to these parts and even not in it why didn't those there was a time um, we are talking about Persian Empire but uh, there is an Arabic Empire too actually short time uh-huh. but there was such a thing as Arabic Empire uh-huh. and uh, so they had the territory Okay. So it's main maybe after that it's happened yeah, Pakistan that, that, and that's a question which I should like check it out because Pakistan as far as I know is very Sunni and I think yeah. majority of Muslims in India are also Sunni so that's a really interesting question but, I should like yeah check the difference out. is this I'm saying you the, it is it is so sad it is kind it of is thing. sad I mean especially when there's conflict but if there's differences everyone is like okay and respect it's fine come but, to that moment. Like, I came to that moment, say, okay, I'm not believing anything, mm-hmm. but if anyone believed, any, I'm respecting them. Yeah. If you come to that moment, everybody is happy, everybody can live about whatever they are doing. Yeah. But unfortunately, because it is not profitable, I can say. <laughs> yeah. um, America can sell uh, weapons to Saudi Arabia if that happens. So, yeah, but why am I bitching on America? Sell, uh, I'm inviting America next week, so I can't keep bitching on America. <laughs> Yo, that'd be cool, right? Today, Iran. Next week, America. Right, yeah, com- after that, you make Israel. Ah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should find someone from Israel and Palestine, too. Okay, so now let's get to the government part. So, before, before the government part, I, if you could quickly just summarize the, how the current government came in the 20th century. Let's start with, let's start with World War One. What happened there? Because I think that kind of lays the foundation for the next regime which came to power in... World War One. Yeah. What, when, when did Iran become a, not a kingdom but a republic or a democracy? I can't find an exact point while I was reading where Iran became um, a republic. World, in, in world wars, Iran is not supporting anyone and neutral. it's not doing neutral police. Actually, they, they cannot do anything, actually. Uh, we should be honest. But um, Iran had some... Uh, as all history, as all peoples that have a king, good kings, bad kings, and all of this thing, Iran had some rulers that they was care about the country, mm-hmm. and there had some rulers that they didn't. So... We had um, no, Reza Shah was after that. That time I don't remember who was exactly the thing, but I remember that in World War One, uh, from the north side we had Soviet Union mm-hmm. that influenced the country. From the south, uh, from the east, mm-hmm. your west, east it was British. Yeah. And yeah, from the south we had uh, Americans. So uh, this was an amazing thing because Iran. Almost was in World War One, World War Two, and Cold War. Iran was main um, again as a geographical place was main place yeah, for really, conservation really. of Soviet and U.S. So it, it, let's just uh, explain that. To the north of Iran, you had the Soviet republics like Azerbaijan, Armenia, and Tajikistan. Tajikistan, mm-hmm. right? Towards the south, you had the Gulf states, which were very pro-America, like Saudi Arabia, Oman, Bahrain, yeah. and all these countries. Towards the east, you had Afghanistan, which was a conflict zone during Cold War time between the United States and yeah. Russia. Russia invaded. So, Iran was in this really unique situation where it could be how to say it, it could influence it is very and risky position risky position and towards the west you have Iraq we have Iraq at that, that time in in the world war was British people mm-hmm. and then yeah 
Okay, so carry on, continue. So yeah, uh, it was a risky moment because if the government making a mistake to supporting one part, yeah, they can be destroyed. Right. So they didn't do anything exactly. Okay. They just opened everything to just everybody whatever they want to do, and um, but you mean? Uh, but they, I mean, I, not a stupid way, but I mean they made so many like agreements. Agreements. It's like they can transport their military, their weapons through Iran. Is that what you mean? There is a weapons thing. There is a uh, trade stuff. Trade, there okay. is a yeah. There is so many things. I mean, uh, depends the situation. And I'm sure they did so many operations. Uh, they help for sure each other. Uh, you know, I don't believe that they are saying Iran and United States always was against each other or something. No, Iran and United States was working together so much, and mm-hmm. still they are working together somehow. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is a politics. This is something that you need to read. You need to understand. You need to analyze. It's not something that you will see it every day. Right. So uh, this is the thing, and after the World War, uh, we had a very, a very good uh, people that they changed um, history. I can say we had Reza Shah. Reza Shah is was the father of the last Shah of Iran before mm-hmm. revolution. What's a Shah? Shah is king. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, then Reza Shah. So he. Mm, he was a man that he... Be- so, question. So, it was a mon- monarchy at this point of time? Yeah. You okay. can call it monarchy. Okay. Uh, but he visited so many countries outside, mm-hmm. in Europe, in Turkey, and that time was Ataturk in Turkey. Mm. He, he was the last Ottoman empire, uh, emperor? Uh, something like that. Okay. Ataturk, actually, yeah. It's almost in the republic position. Okay. So, uh, he was amazed with the Ataturk at that time, and Europe and everything. So, he decided to change Iran to that side, to more modern, I can say. So, he wanted to... Make it a democracy? He wanted to make a... Uh, because that time Iran uh, wasn't... Um, have an inf- uh, in- improvement and processing in the technology, in the uh, transportation. Mm, okay. He wanted to modernize it. Yeah. He decided to take took that and bring it to Iran. He made the people investing in Iran. Mm. He made Europeans coming to Iran, Americans coming to Iran, investing there. And he made the first railway of Iran mm. that time. He made the... Uh, there is a... You know, I'm saying you, this is a bad thing about history because in Iran, they are calling Reza Shah as a bad person mm-hmm. in the history. Okay. Why? Because he said that hijab is, is, is not good. Okay. He took the. There was a day that he took the hijab from women in the street. There was a government staff. They come to the. That, I don't think that's good either. Whatever have a hijab, whoever they are taking it. That's kind of bad too. Yeah. The point is that just this. You know, this is always thing, a psychological thing. They are saying that you do uh, so many good things and just do one mistake. Yeah. Everybody call you that mistake. Like, nobody see that. Rasulsha just did that. And in the history, they are just thinking about this, but not thinking about whatever he did. He bring new languages, he bring new education, he mm. built so many stuff that already we are using it. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. And then his son, after him, uh, Muhammad Ali Shah, um, I think if he said the right name, um, he uh, continued almost his father thing, but... Um, this is Muhammad Ali, right? Muhammad Ali Shah, third king of Aud. Oh, this is an Indian king, actually. Muhammad Ali was or something else? Uh, Ali Shah? Pahlavi. Ah, Pahlavi. Pahlavi, yeah. Uh, 
Pahlavi Shah. Mohammad Reza. Ah, Mohammad Reza, yeah. Pahlavi. Dude, this guy looks like a baller. <laughs> Dude, uh, this guy's gone all European, man, with um, um, Admiral suit. And this guy looks like a proper, how do you say it? Europe, Western ideas, I'm going to do all that shit. He doesn't look Iranian at all. He looks like a like um, Prussian emperor, doesn't he? God. It's amazing guy. Okay. I mean, I'm not admitting whatever he did, but the point is that, um, okay, because we are talking about history and then we are going after the revolution, so I'm telling you, look, Iran we before revolution is is something totally different and totally powerful. Mm-hmm. Why powerful? The passport of Iranian passport. It was so valuable that one Iranian citizen can travel to any country in the world. United States, United Kingdom, Australia, so Japan even? Iran had a 112 country without visa. That is insane. And other countries, easy, they are giving visa. That's I mean, insane. not yeah. So, this is the power of that. Okay. Iran was the country that making a price of the oil in the world deciding the price you mean deciding like what OPEC does now yeah Mm. that time Iran was meeting again with the Arabic countries Mm. but they should do whatever Iranian king is saying why because he was on the power and Iran had a lot of oil yeah and it was open everything was open they were using it and and, um, so yeah and Arabic countries that time still not depend I mean still they was depending to the United States but again um, this was the thing this was the power that he had right. there is a famous video that is showing um, uh, the king uh, Muhammad Reza is a really appreciate the Persian Empire time so he built the monument and the grave of the Cyprus that oh. he was talking today about him and still this is there as a touristic place in Iran and he built there and there was a, a ceremony right. once a year from 190 you mean this thing yeah oh, this okay. is his grave from 192 countries mm-hmm. they are sending officials to Iran to come to the ceremony mm-hmm. in front of Shah they was greeting Shah they was respecting him he is giving a speech in the ceremony about Cyprus and mm-hmm. everything and the pri- and you know all of them should bring gift. All of them, you know, this was an honor. This was a power. It, it that was he respected. Had. But can I counter argue with this statement when I read about uh, Pahlavi mm. that he was kind of very pro-Western, opening up Iran's oil resources towards the American oil companies, and was kind of like a puppet uh, ruler of the West because he came to power in a coup which replaced a democratically elected government. What do you have to say to it? This is the thing. Uh, Every time when you are doing something good, it is not good for everyone. But is is a coup of a democratically elected government good for everyone? Or Uh, at least somebody? It's kind of... Yeah, but this is... Look, there is a good word from my... um, One of my... My grandmother was saying, like, these people is, is, um, don't know anything about politics, right? The public. Like my grandmother, okay? She don't care. But when you are asking her, grandma, king is better Mm -hmm. or or president, okay? Mm -hmm. My grandmother is going to tell you king. Why? Why? Because 
king is the owner of the place. But president is renting the place. President is what? Renting the place. Renting. Renting the apartment. Yeah. Four years and then after that go. Eight years and after that go. So the person that honor the place, honor the apartment, they care more about inside of the apartment than the person that renting it and going. Did you think about that? It is ridiculous, but it is amazing. <laughs> but wouldn't I be more responsible of taking care of something which is not mine yeah but rather how many than people, i mean look the normal life how many you heard about the people that renting the place and then the owner is coming to see the house and say fucked up the house it it does happen like it, that exactly so but it is i'm mean, saying it is the generation that they are talking Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your ma- your grandmother has lived under Shah and during yeah. President yeah. time too. Yeah, okay. I mean, for sure she did the revolution. I mean, she is one of the people. But the point is that uh, if you talk with the old people, this type of view is exists too, and this is nothing bad. This is actually have a fact that if you are under the place. It's mean honor of the place. It's mean that you are honoring the place. You care about the place, so you make it better because you always there. You are ruler, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you are now that one day you are going out, yeah, democratic as you can say it. This is called democracy. But did you realize in the politics of whole world, the first four years, six years really of that, pre- it's perfect. Last two years, he will fucked up everything that he did. Yes, kind of the trend. Yeah. In, whole world it is like that okay mm. and it is not it is nature of human okay he knows that he will go after two years right he want to use that power for right. for himself for his corruption for his whatever mm. so uh, i'm not saying i'm not following i'm not saying that being king or something is good but i'm saying that um historically and for some maybe for some countries for something this was good thing Do you mean a, a monarchy under a single ruler? We are calling it now monarchy. That time in the history, nobody t- think about because everybody had a king. But this so, wasn't very early. This was in the twentieth century. Most countries in yeah, Europe were but democracies. because today when we are saying monarchy, everybody looking very bad. Yeah. Negatively, but the point is that come on, just think about it. Every country cannot be democratic. It is a it is a thing, and democracy is what is the democracy? This is a thing that we are coming to talk about it today with you. What is the democracy? We were talking in our lessons. Democracy is the idea that made by the American scientists, American politicians, American analysts in the one century, in no, no, how many centuries ago, in America, for America. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it the idea of democracy is so huge. It's it's so many things inside of it. Mm-hmm. But when you are asking to people, what's the meaning of democracy? Oh, you can vote. Democracy is not just voting. Everybody can vote now. So what? Everybody now democratic? No. Democracy is so huge thing, and America as a country that invented this description definition is still not doing all of this thing in the in the in the definition. They just using some part of that because they they can't do that. Okay. The point is that the definitions is structured for America. The American version of democracy. Be- because because they they invented, right? So it is like I, I have a Persian carpet invented by myself in Persia. 
And then I'm telling you that, no, you should, in your country, you should build the Persian carpet. Is it possible? No. Uh, so can I ask you, you mean to say that the American definition of democracy is what we understand as democracy in how a democracy should be in the modern world? Do you have any other option? I mean, the, the first time that they explain you democracy... The first time the, that they are coming to a school, coming to the education and talking about democracy, they are talking the same things that the president of the United States, everybody is using in the When we learn about democracy, we kind of get... It is a Western idea. That's completely true. But we compare it from the... Um, Athenian model of democracy where people who have men who have uh, property get to decide who rules like in Athenian Republic and then we check it with the French Republic I don't know which French Republic the after the French Revolution which lasted for what 20 years but it was complete chaos and then how the Indian democracy was kind of uh, the ideas of the constitution came from a whole different sort of place from the British one German, the, the I think the, the per, per, Persian version of it, and the American too. American Republic did have a lot of influence on it, but like you said, no. The thing is that I'm saying I don't want to be so negative that everybody thinking oh this guy is like saying monarchy. No, I'm saying that the definitions of the democracy that we know, or how a perfect democracy should be, should be mm. is not exist. Yeah. In any it. country in the world. No, I can agree okay. to that. Uh, United States, as a country that declared that they are democratic, mm. we saw what's happening in their countries. Okay? Yeah. If there is just five minutes, say, there is no rules, there is no law, people is showing themselves. Anarchy. So, the point is that um, they, um, the America had a project... In the history, they started the project. I think John F. Kennedy started it to bring the democracy to other countries. Yeah, Woodrow Wilson started it. Exactly. So this is a thing. I'm saying my point is that yes, democracy is beautiful, sounds very nice, but it's not meaning that everybody can, every country can uh, use it. Every country can. It's not a one cloth. Yeah. One is, size fits all. It's it's not fitting for everyone. And it is normal. It should be normal to understand that. But because it is imagination of that in the world is become so bad that if the country is not democratic, it is the worst country in the world. Yeah. This is the thing now, right? If the country is monarchy, it's saying that, okay, North Korea is because they have a leader and they don't have anything else. He's making a decision. He should be the worst country in the world. Yes. But just a small observation. Post-pandemic... Country with the most amount of deaths and COVID numbers are the greatest democracy in the world, the United States of America. And China kind of did really well to combat the pandemic. China did The best one is was Russia, actually. Russia. Come on, Russia, Russia, did, Russia did quite Russia. good, actually. We never feel so so much. Exactly, dude. Russia, I think I was more relaxed in Russia than my parents were exactly. in India. Exactly. Exactly. This is the thing that I'm saying to uh, my parents. I'm Russia kind of outside. did a good job, to be honest. The image of Russia oh, is fucked up too. Fucked up. Proper fucked up. Like Iran, what Iran worse maybe, but still, Russia is fucked up too. Yeah. But the thing is that what Russia is doing, the quite, first vaccine that they had, they satisfied. had the vaccine, they yeah. had everything. And it's voluntary too. You don't have to take the vaccine, yeah. but they made the option yeah. for us to. And the crazy thing, people is, is okay with that. I mean, they bring this, you know, because there is a, some staff that each government uh, bringing to the people as to the society, they are right. giving to them. Right. 
they are giving to the this feeling how to be how to behave how to feel how to all of this the government here bring this feeling to people that when you are speaking with one Russian do you want the vaccine no I I don't care when it was the time I will do it mm. do you understand that yeah They, don't a, they feel have a choice. Danger. They yeah. don't feel, They're forced. Yeah, and it's perfect. I mean, I'm not saying that it's a perfect. Uh, there is a no. If you fear is, the virus can hurt you, you have all the rights. Yeah, you know, all but the there is a not uh, because people is uh, searching for the definition. I mean, they are searching the perfect government. It's not exist. No, will not exist. There is a yeah, there is a government that better than another government, but it's not meaning that government can rule another country better than that. Yeah. So this is a thing. The governments they are doing whatever it is according to the rules, according to politics, according to interests of the country and everything that people don't understand. That. Right. Okay. Usual people, public, they don't understand that. People just understanding something when they have a problem, when they are in the suffer, when they are, uh, the price of something is going up. Inflation, exchange rate, all of these things. And was those the problems which brought about the Islamic Revolution in 1979? What? So, like I tell, when there are problems, that's when people start to like challenge who's in power. What this made is the them challenge? Uh, you know, Islamic Revolution is one of the. Sorry. Um, it, always when I'm talking about it, I I amazed. Uh, Islamic Revolution is most. Perfect, not I can say it perfect. Mm, I can tell you it is amazing revolution in the world because revolution, when you do revolution in all history, you want something is worse, you want to revolution and make it better. Mm-hmm. In Iran, it's become vice versa, it was good, mm-hmm. they make it worse. Okay, and this is harder than that one. Harder in what sense? When when you want to do the revolution, when the country is good and you want to make it worse, it's so hard to make a revolution. Yeah, then yeah. Vice versa. Yeah, true. So true. It, it so is, what cost? What was the fuse? Why did the people of Iran support the Islamic revolution? Clever. The brain, the thing that whole day I'm talking about, the thinking. There was a guy with the idea, with the how to tell. With, he he think he managed what to say what to do and that's all he just bring the idea he found the followers he made the idea bigger he found more followers and that's all that's how the revolution is working usually mm. in every countries but the thing is that this time in the Iran the revolution was type of that that uh, countries already was powerful. Why did they choose this ultra-conservative Islamic form of revolution? They could have gone for like... This was an idea. This was an idea because, look, in the religion, they are saying that Islam uh-huh. is the com- most complete religion. Uh-huh. I mean, they don't... They say that Christianity and all of these things is not complete than Islam. Islam right. is the most... So, he used the idea of Islam as a complete uh, uh, religion. But you're talking about the Khomeini politics. the first. Yeah, yeah, we are talking about Khomeini. And he bring it to the politics, mm. the religion. He mixed it. Mm-hmm. That actually always he's saying that I'm not mixing it. Religion is religion, political. But we know that he mixed it. Okay. He bring it and he used these words that you today told me. We research it and Shah is puppet. Of the United States. He used that. He said that he... But was, did the people feel so? He gave this feeling. 
you know mm. he give this feeling he opened the eyes of people in this way mm. that okay look at your government he is from the west whatever they are saying he's doing or uh, all of this thing but the point is that now we have it on some generation i know that that they are saying that homeini was the puppet of west really this is the crazy thing about the politics because always there is a possibility and never you know the honest thing you never understood what what was the honesty but we have a fact we have a result what Shah made in whole kingdom type and what the revolution made the whole all this 40 something years Iran before the revolution dude I saw some shocking pictures of <laughs> Iran before 1979 and dude this looks like Europe the way the woman dressed how like dude this for me looks like Europe is is totally was different yeah before the revolution it's like a completely different world then. anyway let's, let's not say that um, anyway so because now we are in the revolution so yeah um, yeah um so revolution is happened and I still admit it is the best type of revolution in the world that can happen because it is totally was people. Idea came and people followed. And whatever is happened, it was people. So uh, Shah ran away, as they are saying, and Khomeini has come. But Khomeini, uh, in my view, uh, as a politician view I can say most one of the most clever politician in the world you mean the first Khomeini we don't have a second Khomeini no, but, but ah then uh, last names is different uh, oh, that one is Khomeini uh-huh. this one that is now leader is Khomeini I don't I can't <laughs> hear the difference man uh, Khomeini is Kha Khomeini uh-huh. that one was Khomeini God. Okay, let's call him first and second supreme leader. Okay, uh, first supreme leader. Khomeini is is Dude. his name was Ruhollah. Okay, you talk about the first Khomeini. person. Yeah, okay. that made the revolution. This one that now is Khomeini is Muhammad Ali. Okay, second. Let's call him so, first and second. Anyway, <laughs> so um, yeah, the thing is that when um, first one made the revolution, he just bring the idea, people follow and everything. But he is so clever. He knew when to talk. He knew when to answer the interviewer. He knew what to say to journalists. You know, this is the famous interview that he have uh, when he is his flight is coming down to Iran after so many years mm-hmm. and the revolution is done. He's coming inside of Iran. The first journalist is asking him question when he's walking inside of the uh, coming down from the flight. Uh, Mr. Khomeini, what is your uh, what is your feelings now after all of this? What is it? And Khomeini is like nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's and like then, a baller. It's like yeah, yeah. I ain't got no shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he become famous for that. And his all his speeches. You, if you look at his speeches, um, yeah, he's having this. Um, what is the name of this? Um, one of the um, that all of the politicians that special in the history they made some the charisma. Charisma. Uh-huh. He have this charisma. He know what to say. He used the word, he said, yeah, in the revolution we make the water free, we make the gas free, we make the... I mean, how to tell you, it should be like that because Iran have a gas, huge gas in the world. Is gas free in Iran? Should be. Okay. But the point is that still people is paying for it, not so much. Very and less. compared to India, it's very less. Trust me. Very less, but still they should not pay for that. Mm. Because we are common, they are exporting gas to mm. another country. Why you need to pay that? Or water, or, or, or anything else. So his idea was that. 
and um, he come with this idea people accept it and he made the one tricky thing he said that when he come to Iran he said that we now making a referendum uh, between people hmm. if they want to say uh, are you saying yes to Islamic Republic hmm. or no what's the other option if not Islam Republic like a democratic whatever so <laughs> never clear so 99% of the people said yes how is that possible because everybody was following him dude in an election if there's 99% to one side isn't that because everybody was ready because Shah with all of his followers they left the country so, there was so who was in the country is was following him <laughs> mm, there was an option there was no realistic option just realistic you know just in Islamic but they wanted to make it, you know, official. official yeah. yeah, a referendum. So he did it, and he was so successful. Everything was okay. He uh, started to idea of democratic president. They choose the president. They so how does that work? So there will be supreme leader, and there will be a president parallel to him. That time we didn't have super leader. That time Khomeini didn't say anything about that. Oh, okay. It was just he was a leader. He leader of the revolution. He calling him leader of the revolution. revolution. Okay. Uh, he bring the idea to the majlis, making a majlis parliament, making a referendum election for the presidency. Uh, he made this uh, how to say uh, all of this thing that today we have it. He mm-hmm. made it like mm-hmm. majlis, president, everything, mm-hmm. rules, and all of this thing. So he start all of this. And everybody was... But the thing is that mm, that time, after the revolution, something happened that they not expected. Which was? It was a reaction of United States. United States um, lost their effect, their influence to Middle East after the Shah escape. Right. Okay. And uh, when revolution is happened, the price of oil was... 1973. Stable, yeah. But that was 1973. Nine. Revolution is 1979. No, but the price, the oil crisis was in 1973. No, no, no. I'm saying the price uh-huh. of the oil after the Iran revolution ah. is was not stable at all. Okay. Arabic countries still didn't have a power that Iran had that month. Mm-hmm. So, United States need uh, to use this, um, I can say, this order in Iran mm. because of revolution to make everything stable according to their to the strategy and interest. So, the idea comes to America to uh, give the feelings of power to Saddam Hussein. Ah, let's get Iraq involved. <laughs> so, Saddam Hussein is the leader that he he is very good leader in his case about Iraq. Okay, uh, he is he was caring about Iraq as a leader, but there was a time, one period of time, he becomes selfish as term that he can become the most powerful government in whole Middle East. Mm. This feeling come from West. But at that point, Iraq was kind of powerful. Was. But West give him, because of their interest, Ah. they give this feeling to them that, hey, guys, you know, you can become the... Because Saudi Arabia at that time wasn't in the power. Other kind. So they give Iraq... It's like a hype man for Iraq. They told him, yo, man, you can do this. Come on. So they give him money. Weapons. They give him weapons. The strategy they give him from France, mm-hmm. they give him supporters. Mm-hmm. They spoke with other countries to not invade, not come. If they don't want to support Iraq, they don't come. Right. So 
They did everything. And here start the war. 1988 Uh, this is the thing when I'm telling you are saying what is the meaning of Iranian now the meaning of Iranian now from the history is changing if you can see I itself the history from the world war and now we are going to revolution you can feel what's the meaning of Iranian here this is changing you see from the Shah times from the another Shah and then from the revolution and now war okay war that nobody expected war that um, how to tell you the government said guys oh, we don't have an army so there was an organized army after yeah, the uh, revolution it's still not so they said voluntary who want to help uh-huh. so this is a thing and there was a people that they are going for it and still I don't know why civilians yeah mm. civilians kids old man whatever mm-hmm. no choice because if uh, not doing anything they are coming right. and in the first uh, four years of the war Iraq almost was coming to center of Iran it's like almost was very near and uh, they have everything all the weapons the uh, western support everything mm-hmm. and their soldiers uh, was European some of the soldiers was European I, I still have because I told you I, I made a conference about Iran Iraq war and I made the research from both sides mm-hmm. and there is a They took the, what's the name, they arrested some of the soldiers of Iraqi in Iran and they took their, uh, like, their staff and they saw that the guy is blonde. His hair is blonde. He's European. He, yeah. And they're asking him, what Why are you, are you doing, doing here? Why are you fighting for Iraq, son? I'm from Germany and I came from Germany. Is he like a jihadist? No, or? no, 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 no. They send the soldier. But the government send these soldiers to support yeah. Iraq against yeah. Iran. Yeah, some of them send the weapons, some of them send the money, some mm-hmm. of them send the soldiers. Because Iraq, do not, yeah, they are was powerful, but if they want to invent the whole country, they yeah, need more soldiers, yeah, right? Yeah. So, uh, this was crazy. And then uh, the, the former minister of the defense of France was writing in his uh, memories. He was saying that uh, I was sitting in Paris and, and war was going on, and we was happy that uh, it was... F- fifth uh, year of the war and we knew that the Saddam is gonna win everything and everything so we was happy they was planning mm-hmm. what to do in Middle East after that we was talking with United States uh, about the West interest our interest Europe interest and everything and then I had a news report from the war and everything that Iran is starting to invade to Iraq you mean Iran is fighting back and yeah. gaining territory yeah and he said that How is possible? I, I was calling them. Maybe you made a mistake. It's not Iran. It's Iraq or something. <laughs> and and he, he said that I took a ticket. I came to Iraq. Uh-huh. And he actually came. He's a, one of the officials in that time in the war that coming to the war. I mean, European or West officials that coming to the war to see what's happening. Uh-huh. And he said that I came exactly to the last line of the war to see who is this Iranian people. Right. I mean, what the fuck they are doing? Right. Uh, How they are? How are they fighting back? How yeah. are they winning? And the fighting battle like this, fighting back like they are just going to die, going to how to tell you, uh, like 
all chips are in there no one's holding nothing, back nothing nothing you can lose after right, that you know this right, type of right, feeling right. and this feeling for sure is not just people it's come from the government this feeling that makes you you know motivated to go to that mm-hmm. but still it is your house is like it's fucking up mm-hmm. and still we have so many stories of so many kids uh, that they are taking uh, weapons and going to war and dying for that and still we have some uh, some cities near the border that they are finding the body Oh. After the like 40 years or 30 years of the, everything happened, still there is a body that didn't found it that uh, all of this time. So um, they are doing different operation from the, uh, how to say, from the water operation. They are doing Navy operation. They are doing... Air Force. Uh, so many things, yeah. Anyway, when Iran started to invade Iraq, it, Khomeini actually said, okay, now we can invade it. And Iran was near to Baghdad mm. at that time. So it was the last year of the war. Uh, this was a time that United States uh, understood that, okay, the situation yeah, is not good. And they told, uh, I mean, Saddam uh, pref- uh, offered the, uh, peace to Khomeini. And this is a famous uh, statement of Khomeini, that Khomeini is saying that um, uh, I really don't want to do that. But because of circumstances, I will drink this poison water. Poison water is we mean the, peace. The peace deal. Mm. And but he's 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 saying this is a statement. But the point is that that time United States gave the idea to Israel to attack the Palestinian Lebanonian people. Oh. Uh, there is a time that Israel attacking that time the, the same time that Iran Iraq in the war. Israel is attacking to the Lebanon and um, Palestine. Palestine. Lebanon and Palestine is Iranian Iranian supporters. I mean, Iran supporting them. Right. So, Khomeini, this agent, it was that, fuck the war, send the soldiers to that place, mm. okay, and accept the peace. So, when he accepts the peace, no border is changed. It was asked Nothing. B- before. Yeah. Okay. But eight years, Iraqian people and Iranian people suffered. That's true. This is the politics. Do mm. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. So this is the thing. And uh, yeah, after that, Saddam become, uh, how to tell you, aggressive, I can say. He, he made the chemical weapons inside, inside of Iraq to, to the, the Kurdish Kurds, people. Yeah. And after that, he invade uh, Kuwait. Uh, Saddam went crazy. <laughs> he become crazy because he, he um, planned something. Before with uh, Iran, yeah, and he, that didn't uh, yeah, out. and it's not happened, and he lose so many things, and he wanted to show himself to the West because they are supporting him. So when he made the Kuwait, they understood that it is his time to die. Yeah, it's time to get rid of Saddam. So United States just found something, found reason to come inside of Iraq. <laughs> Weapons of mass destruction, but that was the second Gulf War. This was the first Gulf War, I think, when uh, Iraq invaded Kuwait. Yeah, yeah. You know, Kuwait was another reason, and after that, another reason. So yeah, Dude, it just gets more complex from there. It's 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 crazy. But after that, after the war, everything is changed. I mean, they started to build the country. They start to how to say, improve somehow, uh, but with themselves. This is a point. But with what? With with just Iran, Iran and Iran, nothing more. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a friend. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that kind of true, isn't it? Iran doesn't have a lot of friends. That time, yeah. 
Even uh, now. Especially now. Yeah, but now the situation is different. No, because China's we, kind of... No, never we have a friend. Like, we are having good relation with Russia and China now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's politics. Yeah. They that, need a... us. They interested in us because we are against Russia. Uh, West. Yeah. yeah really... But, uh, yeah, for sure, Iran is, can be useful for so many countries because of the oil, gas, whatever. And the strategic position yeah, of being there. Of the and the current, like, political influence in the fight in Yemen, Syria. God. This is the thing, but... That's um, really complex. <laughs> Iran bring the diplomacy... Uh, I mean, in Iran, we have a, like, in, in America, they have the Republican and Democrats. We have in Iran two parties. One party is, like, uh, people that they want to make a change. Mm-hmm. One party is just, how to say, more religious, I can say, more continuing. This. But even if the party who wants to make the change gets elected, wouldn't the Khomeini, I mean, the Supreme Leader have to give a thumbs up, like, to be, for them to be the president or... Uh, like, this is the thing um, that I wanted to tell you. The supreme leader in Iran um, is... Uh, you cannot find uh, any country in yeah, the world. Yeah, that's, that's what I found. That we have a, yeah, Iran. we have a supreme leader and we have a president. Yes. We have a parliament, like majlis, and we have another parliament that they are choosing supreme leader or they are criticizing supreme leader. It's like a religious... Cleric, it's like in a lot of imams come together. Yeah, something like that. Okay. They have their own position, but I mean, according to the rules, uh, cons- uh, constitution, they can make a criticize the uh, leader. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they can elect him. I mean, after Khomeini, they elect him, and so many things. And then um, there is a majlis that like other parliaments of the world is working, and there is a president that is elected by the people mm. every four years and all of this thing. So. Do you see when I'm telling you what is the definition of democracy for each person? You cannot say Iran don't have a democracy. <laughs> yeah, it does come with quotes. This is the but, thing. But the supreme leader position kind of makes it more of a theocracy. How do you say? Democracy with theocratic oversight. Does that? Sound? This is the thing about Iran that when you are not inside of Iran, you cannot judge it which type of government we have. Yeah, that's true. Because people from outside, they are reading something, discussing media and everything. They are, okay, they are monarchy. <laughs> no, they, no, I wouldn't say call Iran a monarchy. I mean, according to so many people thinking, okay, whatever super reader is saying, everybody should do it. Saudi is a monarchy. They have a king. Yeah. But they are totally saying that they have a king. That's why I'm interested about this political system where... A theocratic leader has an oversight over a democratic process, which, I don't know. Like you said, for Iran, it might be suitable. Yeah, uh, this is the thing. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't um, want to be bad about it, but the thing is that I... um, After all of my studies and everything, I understand that how these people is clever. How much they are clever. You know, the super leader of Iran is is 70-something, mm-hmm. 79-80. When this guy is coming for a speech, amazing. I mean, as a politician, amazing. I mean, he count himself not politician, not anything, just giving advice and that's all. But we all know that he's... But the point is that amazing guy. I mean, he's 79 and he's so clever. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he know what to say, when to say, and that it's been more effective, how to do it, and all of this thing that 
other countries still don't have it. And this is a problem with Iran, Iranian politics, that Iranian side of the government is clever. Mm-hmm. I mean, in last 20 years that Iran under the sanctions, come on, this type of sanction that they put on Iran, if you put in any kind of country, they will be first three, four years, they will be fucked the, up. The, the economy will crash. Crash and they will say to the West, whatever you want to do, please come inside yeah, of the It's quite country. impressive that Iran has maintained its autonomy. This is the thing that I'm telling you. This is not just depends to the sanctions. It is government. And after that, the most important thing is people. Yeah. I'm telling you, when you want to judge Iran, you need people. You don't need government. Yeah. Because people is so different. And because of the suffers that they had before, experience that they had before, yeah. they are starting to find how to solve the situation, how to bypass the sanction, how to <laughs> manage the everything. So because of that now, uh, uh, it was the last week, America is declared that uh, there is no more type of sanction that we can put in Iran. And you put everything. Everything. So uh, I don't understand. I mean, they don't understand why Iran is still is going on. It still is continuing. It's quite, quite good, actually, isn't it? It is quite good. Uh, Compared to 79. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is quite good for new generation, mm. I can say. Yeah. There is a future. There is but for future. other generation that before, they just suffer. Mm. They give this experience to others. But... Uh, they, they're just kind of open opportunities for your generation. Yeah, for our generation, for... Yeah, after us. But uh, the point is that... Yeah, unfortunately, this uh, sanctions, this bad image, and all of these things change everything. I mean, still, I'm going to so many countries, visiting so many people... I, I become more interesting for them because they don't know anything. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. And on time, they, when I'm telling them about Iran and whatever we are doing and everything, or, or just they see me that I'm... Iranian. What I'm doing and everything, uh, they don't... They will understand how many they was under the... How to trick them, you know? Yeah. How their governments, how their medias, and everything trick them. After coming to Rudin, that's one thing which I really learned because people are so complex and so different and so unexpectedly not correct as I read in the news. So that's why I want to do this and talk to people and get the stories out. This is the this is the thing. Unfortunately, Iran is with this situation, but. Always there is a way to continue. I mean, they they are doing that still now. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, that's. I hope so. I hope like more people get to know about Iran and a lot of the untruths are not propagated as it is right now. And we just crossed three hours twenty minutes, son. (laughs) I just wanted to show you the video. Oh yeah. That you just um. Which video? Yeah. We made it, I told you, with the, yeah. the, the guy. Don't travel... To Iran. To Iran. Oh, yeah. he did an Indian version too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. North Korea, nice. Yeah, go on. Don't travel to And tell, tell me how do you feel. It's five oh, minutes, fuck. I think. Fucking advertisements. Yosh, yosh. Hmm. <laughs> Don't travel to Iran. Told around the world is a YouTube channel.
that's a that's a skiing resort. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Yeah, what you expect no more. This is crazy. This is Tehran, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's mixing. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this looks a lot like India. The minarets. Like, mm-hmm. damn, that looks beautiful. Chai. Is this gusty? This is the traditional sport. Oh, wow. very traditional. I'm going to do it. He was a good idea, this guy. Whoa. <laughs> it was a camping outside of the thing. We were talking about how to make it and everything. Definitely on my list. <laughs> it it is. Definitely on my For list. For my list too. I want to visit so many cities still. Yeah. That I didn't. So yeah. So yeah, bruv. I know what to say, man. This is my longest podcast yet. I enjoyed <laughs> it. I can do it more. <laughs> I know you can do it more, but the listener has to listen to three hours and twenty minutes. But definitely, I want Iran again. But I don't know when that's gonna happen because there are 192 countries in the world. And. Countries yeah, I don't even like recognize. Yeah. So thank you so much, Daniel. Uh, no worries. Really had an amazing time talking to you, and it's, it's we, good. We will keep the conversation continuing. I also. Uh, yeah, and you, do you have anything to say to the audience about Iran before we conclude? Yeah, um, please don't judge something, someone, some countries uh, without knowing anything about them, because it is not. Um, it is not bad or problem for the government of these countries, but it is bad for the people of these countries. So the image is made the people's life hard, not the government's life hard. True. So yeah, um, this type of podcast, this type of interviews, this type of 
plans can can show people something that they don't know. Exactly. And unfortunately, as I mentioned, people don't want to don't have a time. I can say, but don't have a time or don't want to make a research, read, right. uh, listen to people listen who to actually people, live yeah. there. That's why I'm doing this to exactly. learn so, the stories from uh, the people. I hope that we can better judging and less less saying our opinion without any any information. Yeah. I hope so too. It was so nice. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, always. And with that, we come to the conclusion of the longest episode so far, Iran.